To all the English girls with fat asses. To all the Croatian honeys, give me a call. This one goes out to all them moms hosting bowling parties for kids. Lakewood High School cheerleaders. To all the chunti cholitas and mimas. Yo, this one's for all the ladies working at that big super collider. To the auburn haired girl with Visa commercials. To the Filipino chick at Chick fil A. She just looked good to me. This one goes out to all them old bitches walking the balls. To all the stewardesses flying around the world. everybody and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. The right of me is Buck Perez. Hey, Todd. How are you? Left me once again, Mark Chambers. Oh. Pleasure having you here, Mark. And uh, I don't know, it was a pretty sexy intro we had here. Yeah. You know? yeah. All the ladies. So I hope any of the ladies that heard that, that were listening, they know where the heart of the podcast is at. They feel special. That's right. Because you're so special to me. And I just want to make a specific. I want to throw it out to the chumptis specifically, the cholitas at uh, Los Tres Cochinitos. Oh, the uh, Mexican is, food you know, place, which is one of my favorite places. Yeah, in the, the yes. three three dirty people, That's yeah. a, three dirty little pigs. I, you know, I had a I had a buddy or a, a, a new friend that listens to the show hit me up on Facebook the mm. other day, and he said, "quote I love it when you talk about the Raiders, and I love it when you talk about Mexican shit." Oh yeah, and I was like, "Yes, there we go." Yeah, Todd is a Todd is a champion of obscure Mexican culture. Todd is the first person that ever introduced me to uh, to lingua. Yes, at La Revancha. Yes, in and, Long Beach, and, and, and also yeah. also cabeza face cabeza me. face me. Oh my god, I will never eat. Uh, first of all, one of the few times I've been able to coax my body into being that drunk. <laughs> when I did the Long Beach Circuit with Todd Perry yes. and his cohorts. Yeah. And then we ended up at La Revancha. I have no idea how I was that drunk, but I do remember eating three cabeza tacos and thinking they were the greatest things I'd ever had in my life. Oh, yeah. Nice. Th- 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 there's a syrupy, like oily flavor to the, mm. the face of a cow, which cannot be replicated. But when sober, realized, I, you know, uh, drunk Mark had left... A message, you know, for sober Mark. He'd planted it in there, and it was one of those things where it only vaguely made sense. You, yeah. you left something in the in the past for your future self. I did, yes. and my future self took it to mean don't eat the cabeza meat tacos. <laughs> don't when don't you're fuck sober. with that shit. Yeah. Don't fuck with that when you're sober. The line line to the bathroom the next day. The, 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 one of the great moments of that night was. We did the Long Beach run. I showed Mark the joy of hitting all the Long Beach bars. With yeah. It was me, Mark, my buddy Drunk C, yeah. and then my buddy Walpa. And at the end of the night, after we go to La Revancha, we come back to my place. But before that, we stop by, and my buddy Drunk C 
And it's like right after closing time. It's like one fifty-five, right before you can't buy any more we alcohol. This was smart. Drunk C buys literally two eighteen packs. Yeah, and for for four guys that walks back, goes all right. Let's four keep it going. guys that are fucking wasted. <laughs> right? In and his it, mind, it's just starting. This was also the night that same night during the circuit. When we saw some dude getting beat to death yes. in the parking lot of a gas station. Wow. Right as I was telling Mark, I was like, you know what? Long Beach gets a really bad rap. No. And we're at a it stop. It gets a very people, legitimate. People get firebombed there. Shit happens. Yes. There's a guy. There's two guys like kicking a guy in the head in the parking lot of a 7-Eleven as I was explaining nice. to Mark why Long Beach. You know, the good blah, qualities. And yeah. then someone casually thought, oh, I should phone this in and called 911. Busy. Right, we yeah. just moved on with our lives. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we had to get to the Seven Eleven to get two eighteen packs before they closed. Now, now I, I walked around Long Beach just the other day. This happened probably about two weeks ago. Dead cat, just sprawled, just dead cat on the sidewalk. It's like India. You just lay in the street and die in Long Beach. I guess. I mean, I didn't move it. Nobody's I, eating. I walked face around meat it there, though. Yeah. No cabeza meat tacos there. No. No, sir. So it's good to throw the show out to the ladies, you know. It's a, everybody always wants to throw it out to the ladies. Yeah, you know, you want to warm the hearts of the ladies that that you would like to warm your bed. We're we're, we're trying to get, like the, share my bed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's all well and good. But here's my mm. here's my angle, and here's my problem. You know, as you know, I'm a I'm a seeker of problems with society. Yes. And you're one who takes apart the problems with society, yes. which is why you're a value. Yeah. If you just bitched all the time, then right. there'd be no reason that people need to hear Mark well, Chambers on a yeah. podcast. Yeah. You're not doing anything about it. Why do I care? No, I want to do something about it. I'm a champion of the people. I'm I'm the people's champion. I'm a people's champion. I don't seek fame or recognition for this, although I do. Yes. Come on, Rock. <laughs> give you the people's eyebrow. There you go. Here's what I want to draw attention to and focus on. The ladies that aren't getting the shout-outs. Oh. Yeah. The ladies that aren't getting it thrown out to them. Or the gentlemen, anyone in society that's not getting it thrown out to them. There are a lot of valuable women out there that maybe people are completely overlooking. Yeah. Who's dedicating it yeah. to them? And to the, to, to the guys out there, there are available women that maybe you should you know take a crack at. When's the last time you threw it out? To the overweight night shift nine one one dispatchers. Never. No one's ever thrown it out. No to those one's people. throwing it out to them. But you know what? They're a good. They're a good class of people. They and need a, love too. They do. And yes. a good lay. And I heard they're freaky. Oh, uh, you know they've heard some shit. Freaky in the sack. You know they need it. They need the energy level up to take their yeah, mind off it. Because they're always on like the edge. Yeah. But they got to keep it sane. That's right. Well, so, I'm, go ahead. I'm going to spark up the uh, sexy intro, mm. and we can get into it. So how about this? We'll just kind of go on a round table. Mark, right. you start off. Right. Me, Buck, and we'll go around the table till we run out. Right. And we're going to throw it out to the ladies that maybe aren't getting the love but deserve it. Maybe if I took it off mute. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we're reading this or what? I'm sorry. What are we doing here? Oh, yeah. Uh. Uh. Yeah, you feel that? I just gotta throw it out. You ever line at Chipotle? There's a girl back there. Oh, yeah. A little overweight. Sure. Yeah, but she, she looks like she enjoys the, the beans and rice. Yeah. You know, but 
She cares about your needs. She give me a little extra rice. I know what you give me a little extra, extra meat right there. Just that overweight Chipotle burrito maker, burrito artist. Yes. Here's to you, honey. I appreciate the wink and the extra spoonful of steak. Yeah. Nice. What's up? Yo, I want to send this one out to the front row at the Bleeding Virgin of the Immaculate Heart Cathedral in Bridgeport, Connecticut. To all you ladies in there in your black dresses, looking so sexy that came up dressed for the Lord. This goes out to you. I'm talking to you, Denny's waitress at 4 a.m. That's right, I'm lonely. You know why I'm here. Mm, moon's over my hammy. That's it's not just one the moon's over my hammy, baby. It's moving over you, baby. Mm-hmm. Me and you. Doing it over the table. Table four and five. Oh, oh get she's, it on. she's a big girl. Big girl. Now, I got, I got mad sympathy for all them Thai masseuses who work late nights. That aren't interested in giving you a hand job. Ooh, oh, oh, they just wanna, they just wanna make your muscles feel better, brother. Stop rolling over and saying what's up, you know, and that's what you're gonna get. Mm. And I got mad love, and mm. I want to throw it out to all them ladies, giving massages at 3 a.m. No, and in about six minutes, there's gonna be an awkward conversation. <laughs> There'll be no happy ending. There will be an ending. I'd like to send this one out to all the local girls, to the Vietnamese girls working at the pharmacy at the Lakewood Walgreens when I come in for my foot medication, and you always serve me up. Yeah, you see there's a line. You look at me. You punch in my order. You look at my prescription. Baby, I want to fill your prescription. Damn. Damn. Sending this one out. All my lady bud tenders. Thank you for hooking it up. Bud tenders? Oh, yeah. Give me that extra happy hour joint. Give me the extra nug and a half of, Chuck, of the Chuck Norris of the green crack. Oh, yeah. You hook it up for that $2 tip, baby. And you know I love that wink at the end. Ooh. Solid. <laughs> and you know, sometimes you just got to say what's up. You got to throw it back the other way. To the less attractive of the two female bartenders. Because you know all the dudes are giving their number to the first one. <laughs> <laughs> to the grenades. When it's, Serving grenades. When it splits in two. And mm. Instead of the two equally attractive bartenders, neither of whom want to be asked out, you've got the one who's grossly under the other one. Oh. Here's to that other girl. To no the one, other girl. No one asked her out tonight. Mm, but Mark Chambers wants to send this show out to her. What's up, baby? I'll ask you why. My it final, takes one. my final dedication. I seen you in the Barnes and Noble in Torrance. I seen you, girl, in the teen supernatural romance section, checking out those Twilight books. I see that. I know that sometimes you like to read that book, you like to get a little comfortable with yourself. Some. Sometimes in a bath You like to enjoy yourself Thinking about Robert Pattinson And the wolf boy 
And sometimes, like I do, Kristen Stewart with that lazy look about the eye. I like her ears. I hope you listen to this show and feeling fine. She does have sexy ears, though, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know. Our last dedication. By Perez. Who's this go out to, boy? The girl who's provided tonight's entertainment. The girl on the MGG High Life. That's right, girl. I'm looking right at you in the stars. Oh, sexy. Because even get a better look at her. Because even though I'm in the gutter, I'm staring up at the stars. Oscar Wilde said that. Damn. Man, I just want to keep this music going for the whole show. <laughs> it does add a bit of class. Yeah. Mark Chambers. What's that? I thought I, I had one more. Oh. No, I mean, she didn't need one. Again, the rotation is getting fucked up. She didn't need I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, she does need it. My last one. She does need it. She Can I get an amen? amen? Amen. One time in the name of James. <laughs> and there's a lot of girls like this out there, and there's a lot of... A lot of examples you could give, but I want to get. I want to throw this one out to that thirty-one-year-old woman who, God damn it, she's not sad and lonely. She just loves cats. <laughs> no one seems to understand, <laughs> baby. I get you. It needed a friend, and you just wanted the second one. But then you thought it was weird, just the two of them, and you wanted to change the dynamic. It don't make you a cat lady, baby. No, it doesn't. You no, normal. No. You normal lady. Mark Chambers wants that pussy. He's looking for love. I ain't gonna stay away from your pussy just because you got three others on the side. Oh. Oh, damn. That's what time yeah. it is. Yo, this one's for all the ladies working at that big super collider. <laughs> what? What is that? My first one. Oh, ever. shit. <laughs> the lady engineers on the Higgs boson project. <laughs> That's my girls not getting things dedicated to them. <laughs> That's crazy. Great minds. <laughs> For show updates and hashtag real talk, follow us on Twitter at Far Out Podcast, at Todd A. Perry, that's with one D, and at Buck Perez. To follow any member of the rotating gang of cigar store Indians, see who Far Out follows. Mark Chambers. Yes, sir. Now, Todd. Yes, Mark. <laughs> Wait, we fucked up the order. Oh. <laughs> now, Mark. Yes, Todd. That's not right. Mm. What? What? You say now, Todd, and I say yes, Mark. No, Todd. Yes, Mark. I don't have anything to say. Mm. I heard there's a transition in your life going on. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah. You know, no. so no. So, I, I, so many years working together and common mind, Yeah. you know, and in, in, in doing these things. I and, thought you were going to say know, common law. Well, he, he, Todd, you I, guys I been working together so long; it's common law now. Todd wanted are... me to talk about this, but he knows that it's tough for me. <clears throat> it seems very personal. It's very personal. Seems yes, it's very seems. personal. And so, Mark came to me. We were, we were trying to, you know, figure what are we, we're, what are we going to discuss on the show? And 
I think there's, there's a certain trajectory in your life going on right now where yeah. the only podcast you're showing up on is slumming it, yeah. coming down to the Far Out podcast. You're not being big time on To Kill a Podcast anymore. <laughs> no. that's, that's right. Or Low Budget FM. Yeah. It seems to me like you're kind of... You know, you, you, you're you're clearing out the dead weight in your life. Well, you use the term "slumming it." You feel it's no, I'm 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 drifting. You know, I'm <laughs> cutting I'm cutting a lot of things loose. And where are these waters taking you? I don't know. In, in the in the drifting, what what it's more the, contact you have with this? It's the thing where you you feel that you're the dock, and all these things are are connected to you. But really, at some point, it flips around, and you're connected. To all these oh, other things, yeah. and you start cutting the ropes. I think you're still connected to the soul music we were playing before. You're in this hey, really metaphorical, baby. like this is like <laughs> chocolate sundays on on uh, That's N- what's going N- on. NPR. NPR, yeah, right this yeah. is NPR shit. Come yeah. on, man. And People are driving to work right now. You're cutting loose, brother. Yeah, and you're cutting. Roots. No, but you want to drift away from all these things, and you don't have a destination in mind. Well, do you do you have a destination in mind? Well, I think like you know, I had um, I, a changing list of destinations in your mind, possibly. Like you, you, you keep changing the end game. You well, keep changing I'll put the this goal. Together. You know? When I when I started seeing this is when my life change began. Is when I started seeing my ex. I met her in like 2010. Yeah, not that long ago, I guess. No, but no, uh, you know, it's almost 2013 to be fair. Yeah, and um, I was. Uh, I was young and reckless. Yeah. Ah. And um and she it, it's funny I looked at it earlier and I thought it's like I contracted out the construction of an adult life. Yes, to another human being. I to, did too, but I landed with her and we got married, so it's yeah. fine. I don't know how much money is in my bank account. That's awesome. I have no idea. I know it's in the savings. That's I only got to look at one account, and that's the, yeah. the savings account. I so, have no idea. So it's like I it's like I subbed it out, and I got I wound up. Uh, I met her, and I was just living with you know other three other dudes, and I was just you know banging girls that yeah. I wasn't even scaring them up. You know, it was just girls I had met, and they would come around. Then I realized I was being used for sex. Oh, and this was the life I was leading. Well, you you was, choppy, sloppy seconds. Yes, I was yes. just drinking. <laughs> And staying up till two in the morning and going to work my easy ass job at a major corporation and just too much money and didn't know what was going on doing the podcast. Yeah, it was good. Life was good. It was easy, and I had no commitments. Oh. I had no ambition. It made you. It it it, it softened you. Yeah, you, you weren't you weren't motivated to do what you. I, were, I wasn't. You motivated. already had it. I had it. What was I working towards? Right. I'm from a small fucking town. Yeah. I was well beyond where I thought I would now, ever now, be. Now, for, for the listeners who may not know, this small town, where is this? Florida. Florida. Oh, <laughs> old Mark comes back. I love listening to the old low-budget shows on the radio. <laughs> we used weird to accent. Dinner. When Mark had this weird... And Mark used to talk kind of like this on the show. It was from Florida. And then you just... You, you, you burnt it all. You threw it all away. You forgot where you came from. That's right. The women wow. started coming. The, the podcast listeners. That's right. Everything changed. And you are no longer Mark Chambers of Ocean View or Crest View or Crest, Crest Water View. or Crest Line, Florida. Yeah. You were... Mark Chambers, Koreatown pussy magnet. <laughs> With the regionally generic accent. Yes. Wow. And I was there, and then I met this girl, and she wanted to fucking wife me or whatever. Wait, wait. Wanted me to wife her. Yeah, a little different. Yeah, uh, you know. I, I think it was probably more logical the first way. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, 
and she wanted me to settle down and we moved in together and then she found this condo and she you know then we moved into that and association she, fees got involved yeah and she you know we started like she kind of softened me on a lot of domestic stuff and she basically domesticated me she you know i had a real bed and sheet sets and you know bookshelves and you and- even get kind of more soft because i've i've found that you know the, the funny thing is with with the domesticity the lie is that you become more mature mm-hmm. leading a domestic life yeah. i am less mature oh, than yeah. i was when i was single because yeah. when i was single i had to take care of this day-to-day kind of shit but now my wife does it Right. Yeah, and so like actually, I am. I could not function in this world. I frequently with my wife. You know, if we have an argument or something, I always say to her, "I go, I functioned previous to meeting you. Mm-hmm. Like I, I could accomplish things. That, you know, when when she 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 you know gets mad at me about not doing chores or whatever, or, or you know tells me things to do with my professional life or whatever. I always say, you know what, honey, I had it all together before we got married. Yeah, but now." I'm almost yeah. I'm I'm an immature man now because yeah. I there's a woman taking it's like almost having a mother in a weird way. So yeah, and, and I I kind of had that influence, and I had that who was like I I said it you know the other day to a friend of mine. I'm like oh, I'm stuck with this really tough decision at work, and I'm going back and forth for two three days. And then I was like, God, you know, Lauren usually would have just at this point into it, I would have just asked Lauren. And she would have told me what to do, and she, I would have. Just she was done your it. sage. Yeah, yeah. And she was my muse. True North. Yeah, she was my true North. Yeah. She domesticated me. She put me into a very domestic headspace where I was like, "I'm ready." I introduced it to my parents, first girlfriend I've ever had. I introduced it to my parents, mm. and then she she put me into this very domestic headspace to where I was ready to be an adult, like a suburban male, mm. like Mr. Perry, right here. Yeah, look at that. I'm yeah. looking at it. Yeah. yeah. And then, right when I was ready to do that with her, she was like, I'm 23, 24. I'm not, I haven't banged around. Yeah. Whatever. I'm, I, I, I'm not, I'm not where you are in life. She said the words, I'm not where you are in life. And I'm sorry, what's the age difference? I'm 28. And what's she? She's 20, th- 24. There's like a four or five year age difference, right? It would be different if I was 38 and she was 34. Right. Right. But since she's 23, 24. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, but, you know, they, they go sour at 25 <laughs> is the thing. She she wanted her last run before before everything turned sour. Because when a woman turns 25, they start having, like, I will do this with my life. And then they, yeah. they, they need to birth babies at a certain point. And women do change at 25. And they, they go from fun from being fun, like lifting up the top, like at Havasu, mm-hmm. to like, I'm going to land a man, I'm going to make babies at a certain point, I'm going to yeah. put together a life plan, and I'm going to subdue a man. And at that same point, the man is at the point where he's like, I've had sex with people, I can't control my drinking, I can't control my finances, <laughs> you know, it, I need this thing. I, I, You know, and I was ready for that, and she would, you know, have me drink less, and have me go do this and that, and I was ready for that, but then she just built this life for me, and then placed me into it. Yeah. And, and, then, you, and you were happy. In and it. I was very, I was getting there. I'm happy with the life my, my, my wife has made for me, a very yeah. happy life. I, I dig it. I love swimming in those waters. But then she just said, go. Yeah. And we're not even friends anymore. I mean, I haven't spoken to this girl in seven months. Yeah. So it's just go. 
so it's kind of like you were almost on the emotional welfare of the government, and then they 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 cut off the emotional funding and the the direction and yeah. building a life together. Yeah. So now I'm still in that headspace that I was placed in, and I'm still living in the place. I was going to say you're in the same apartment, same or place. condo. Yeah. That's, it's that's got to be hard. Yeah. Same furniture, same decorations, and same domestic everything. And I'm like, how? And but I'm being forced back out into this L.A. Like everyone's got their fucking career they got to focus on, and right. they got to work, and they they're just fooling around, and they don't want to. They want to date around, and they want to date three guys at once. And and I, I'm a small town man with small town values <laughs> thrust upon you. Like, you're, like, you're, unfro- you're like you're like unfrozen caveman lawyer on Saturday Night Live. I, and, but I was broken. You know, I was a wild stallion. Right. And I was broken. But you can't get your wild stallion back now. I can't get it, and I don't want it back. <laughs> so now I'm like, where does a man like me go in this wild, crazy, mixed up L.A. that we live in? You were institutionalized. I was. I think she kind of like... It's recidivism. My- I can't survive right. on the outside. Right. <laughs> I got to stay in. And if they put me back out there, I'm going to try and get back in. You're like you're like Charles Manson now. You've lived more of your life inside than out. That's right. And I got to You don't know how to function. They throw me out there. I'm just going to knock over a taco cart and get thrown get back, right back in. in. Right I mean, in. it looks weird because Mark has a whole swastika thing between his eyebrows. That's right. I didn't want to function. I didn't want to mention it, but yes. I'm sorry that's making you all uncomfortable, but it's who I am, and you'll have to accept it. Well, you know, it's been a little, it's been a, when Buck and I go off to go to the bathroom, we kind of discuss. Yeah, yeah, and, you, know, you know. Sarah was a little alarmed by it when he <sighs> saw my wife. Yeah, you know, I mean, Sarah, we talked about pottery barn. I don't judge. Yeah. I don't so judge. my question to Todd, yes, which Todd then was like, "Well, we'll bring it to the show." Yes, <laughs> uh, Todd loves forcing my personal issues onto a national stage, but but also I like not talking about them as friends, right? And, and like, well, th- that's too good of a conversation. <laughs> Hold on, stop talking right on now. air yeah, adversaries on air. <laughs> and Buck can mediate. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> well, no, it's like you know, <laughs> stop talking. We'll talk about this in an hour. But you know, but Buck has the same conversations with me and stuff. We'll talk on the phone. I'm like, oh, that's good. Like, it, even if you're just having normal conversations, like, yeah, like we'll, right. we'll do it on the show. And Mark and I, you know, we we, we go out, we're ha- hanging out, having drinks, and. Uh, yeah. That's good. Taking some notes. Yeah. So my question became, do I say F this, mm. pack it in, hmm. go home to Florida, mm. not Florida, 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 the realness, the realness, and just knock up some girl I went to high school with, rekindle the old flame? Mm-hmm. Find a girl working at the Panera Bread. Yes. Now, you know, it's... it's, And just live in a 1,300-square-foot starter home that becomes your finish home. $700 a month mortgage. That's right. Uh, you know, you're, you're going to knock that thing down for, what, 180 yeah. 170 And a little mortgage, a little fixed, fixed-rate mortgage. That wouldn't pay for this garage. No. <laughs> You knock that shit down. I, I'll work at a telecommunications company. She's working at the, the Sizzler or the Panera, whatever. And everything's easy. And this it's, is what you want? No, I don't know. This, knock yeah, some you're, kids out. You're facing this crossroads. Right? I, I'm, at, I, I'm at a crossroads. I think, I think she... You need to fucking eight mile this shit and just burn it. You need to, to burn the house down. Because mm. that's what's going on is that she kind of like set you up in this, like you said, this sphere, this place, and it's... Everything there is basically 
of her. Like she picked out most of the shit, right? Yeah. I would say so because I want to pick that shit out. I yeah. ain't picking shit out. That's not your job. That's nah. her job, nah. right? Yeah. I didn't know it was a job until she showed me it could be a job. <laughs> That's what I mean. I was like, I found a little wire spool behind the behind the Ralphs, and now it's my coffee table. <laughs> I, you know, I've had a similar kind of moment where even though, even though I have a successful relationship, I'm I'm wildly happily married. Yeah. Uh, Todd's show's been on for like twelve seasons. My, it's it's yeah. never going. It's a it's the new mash. Exactly. It's fine. My my wife not so much happily married, but I'm happily married to her, <laughs> and it averages out to be pretty happy. Yeah, and uh, you know the the thing is, I've had moments just like career wise. I remember when I when I used to work and I was like the head writer at JD, and I there there were car parkers, mm-hmm. and they used to like park our cars in the morning. Like we come in, we park in the keys, and they move the cars around. Yeah. And I would go and I'd be creative at work every day, and I think, oh my god, I wish I was just parking cars because I'm tired of like emotion, you know, like yeah, it, you know thinking of creative ideas and sitting in meetings with people it's like i want to park cars like there was i couldn't exist in la doing that but there's part of me that wanted like a simpler like and i could sit and think of more podcast ideas or whatever but i don't think you would though I, i think you being in that job would hinder you to the point to where your main thought you're thinking about that lexus you're not yeah. thinking about the next podcast. You're thinking about, oh shit, where am I going to park that shit? Right. You know, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah. concerned with like mediocre stuff. You know, uh, you free know. your mind, share yeah. your beard. <laughs> Nothing more loving, Mark. But here, here's what I say. I say, I say, Mark. I, I see where that's an attractive idea. Yeah. I see where going for a simpler life because L.A. and making in L.A. and making it well is is a bitch, and that's why. Well, in L.A., there's a good there's a good analogy I like to think of. In L.A., it's like you're looking at careers and and things I could do with my life. It's like how heavy do I want the boulder to be that I'm going to push up the mountain? Yeah, Sisyphus. Yeah, yeah. So it's like how heavy do I want that that boulder to be? And then when I look at the life I gave up that I was on the on the precipice of having, right? When I left Florida, it's a flat plain and there's no boulder. You know, right. You can just run as far as you want to run because your shit's figured out. You go do your nine to five, you bring home the money, you have the kids, you're fulfilling your fucking purpose, you're raising a family, you've got a loving wife, you've watching got football on Sunday. You're watching football on Sunday, you're down at Beef O'Brady's. Like all I want drink, drinking two dollar drafts, and that's not a good deal. That's just what they cost. <laughs> right, right. Well, you know, I I've found this weird thing where I kinda I live out in the burbs, you know, the, the Los Angeles suburbs or whatever. Yeah. I, I I live out in the burbs and like I have the complete burb life. Like I go to the local a uh, place to watch football on the weekends where the beers are cheap, and I lit, and then I, I drive out. Make I take beers are cheap, and the women are plump. Yes, <laughs> the, the Steelers fans that overtook my bar, fuck them. But uh, Ooh. and and I go out, and, and and then I come back here and have this kind of quiet domestic life, and yeah. then I go out and I take LA money and I bring it back here and almost have the Clearwater, You're Florida s- thing. Sending it home. Yeah, I sending send, it home to your family. I send it home to Lakewood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to his poor immigrant family. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, here, here's what I gotta say. I say, I say, Mark. Yes, sir. You're thinking wrong. Okay. What we need, what you need to have, or what we need as friends to encourage with you, is there's an old movie, a couple of years ago called Independence Day. Yes. 
Of course. How Stella got her groove back. Oh, no. And I think what happens is you need to find your inner Stella. Independence Day would have been better. Yeah. (laughs) Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, Terry McMillan. But you need to find, you need to get your groove back. And you need to get back into, you know, shucking and jiving, having a good time. Like, I always wonder where the 20. Seven-year-old Todd Perry is if that guy could ever come back. That's hanging out at the bars, doing drugs, it's having a party, yeah. and completely not feeling like it's an empty experience. Mm-hmm. Now I figured if I did it, it would be totally empty. I would be sitting around the bar going, "I just want to be at home with yeah. my wife and, and with my close friends, or and working on my creative endeavors." Yeah. That, that's all I really want to do. But you need to find that because you gotta stretch that out for one last. Good kick. You need one last good kick where you're bringing in the ladies and you can convince some woman that your life is a life worth taking control of. Mm. Like you need to be a project. I, I can't be domesticated when they meet me, is what you're saying. No, I need, you need to, to be. I need to look like a project car. Right. 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 They, Wild out the hair. They can't afford the fucking Maserati. They want the fixer upper. The woman. Exactly. The woman that's gonna make you happy. Sadly. Is the woman that sees you as the fixer-upper that sees you as the uh, you know 2003 Volvo, nice car, yeah, safe, car. safe. It's got a little safe bit of and kick, reliable, a little, little bit of kick in it, yeah, a little bit of uh, oh, exotic. Is this the S60 U- European, uh, yeah. But that's I, what I'm saying. You I, need, I see, you need I see to, him as kind of a sob. Oh, yeah, you're more of a sob, not a Volvo. Sob. I have a lot of maintenance problems, yeah, well, yeah. but when it's when it's humming, it's humming. A little sleeker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good. So I think you just need to get your groove back. You need to it's find on the back that. Of t- lives on the back of a tow truck. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mark Chambers in a nutshell. So don't don't go back to Florida. Okay. I mean, I'm, here's the problem. I'm going back for a week this month for Christmas. Mm. I don't know when this is airing, but I may already. I may be there right now. No, Con- no, this, contemplating. This before then. You're yeah. contemplating this right now. Um, mm. I'm gonna be in Florida, <laughs> and I'm gonna. I'm making it a point. In the past, I've made it a point to not meet up with old friends. No, you got you. You got to know where you've been. You gotta I got to know where, know where I'm from. from. But I, I, I'm at a point now where I, when I was back last year, I made the rounds. I took the lady. Yeah, she came back with me to Crestview. Well, it's a totally different scene now. And I, I took her around, and I, I, you know, I showed her off, and I was proud. And I was happy. I was like, this is the woman I'm gonna marry. Yeah. You know, and now I'm going back, a broken, sad. That's. That's your advantage. Well, but if I here's the thing, I'm a I'm a, I'm a blank. I'm waiting to have something imprinted upon me. Yes, because in, in every every past encounter, I've either been too aloof to make contact, or or so proud that they couldn't break through it. But now I'm ready to hear the siren call. Isn't it interesting? Leave the soulless, godless Los Angeles. <laughs> Come back to the warm chubby embrace of southern the, the <laughs> southern chair of bosom is, uh, it, it, of it, Florida. isn't it funny that as men as men that are developed men mm. kind of cultured men yeah as, you I know, have a peacoat on I would say that Mark is not <laughs> a tabula rasa <laughs> you know you're not a blank slate of a human being okay. you're a man with opinions <laughs> yes clearly you, you, you're, you're a man of passion but isn't it funny that in the absence of having a woman define you, yeah, you you are the blank slate in a certain way. I but can be that, but that's not because 
you are lacking. Mm. That's because de- developmentally, you're at the point where you've graduated to that point where you need to share your life with someone and create something you know stable and immature. <laughs> yeah, and you want to retreat to the immaturity level that I have found. I, I, I am sitting jealous. here in this sports coat. <laughs> I've I've worn this shirt since Friday. <laughs> All right, as much as some kind of swinging single guy wants to be like, hey, I'm you know I'm I'm really living the life. I'm, I'm my own man. I have to. I am w- clearly my own man. I have to worry about every encounter I have. I can never leave the house looking like shit. Yeah. Right. Being a single guy is much worse. It's hard. Yeah, it, you, you're keeping up appearances at all times. You're yeah. like a fucking celebrity. You, yes. have to, you have to control your image. You got to brand yourself. Yeah. Me, I walk the dog. I've got a hole in my shoe. I walk around, you know, fuck it. I make it. Go I, get I make pills a, for your foot. Yeah, I get, I get, my, <laughs> get my foot pill. Get my foot pill. <laughs> think about things to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> I root for the Raiders. You know what? You know what? Mark Chambers is single desperately single Mark Chambers can't ever have a foot pill. A, a foot disease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> foot you, funk. You're a gone. Single, a single late 20s, early 30s man cannot have a foot problem. Nope. Right? That is yeah. not a thing you can have. <laughs> that effectively takes you off the market. That is the um, government-ordered recall of the single man. Sorry, right. yeah. sorry, my my planter's warts acting up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, same with my grandpa. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, grandpa yeah. too. Sh- yeah. Shut it down. I know. Send what it the... back to the factory. <laughs> I know what the weather's going to be like for the next week just by consulting my just foot. By your foot. Yes, and <laughs> I I had a moment I think when I was in like my mid my mid twenties where I thought you know there's this default setting with a dude where eventually you're living out in the suburbs. You're wearing a football jersey, mm-hmm. and you've gained a couple pounds. Mm-hmm. And I just looked at that guy. You know, you're shopping at Costco. Yeah, you got some Skechers on. Like your life has passed you the fuck by. A no. I found myself the other day in my Darren McFadden jersey at the sports bar watching the Raider game, yeah. drunk at one o'clock. Yeah, and I said. This is the fucking life. You found <laughs> life, dude. Full of chicken wings. Yeah. Come back home to my wife. Full of chicken wings and patriotism. That's right. <laughs> and I love America in a way you don't understand. That's exactly right. That is why 20-somethings are cynical about this country. Yeah. Because they haven't yet stumbled onto what makes it great. And it's exactly what you just described. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as I say, don't trust anybody under 30. <laughs> but I think I think Mark, mm. you just need. I didn't mean to make this show about me. Oh, but I mean I put it on the no, rundown. No, we made this show. <laughs> but I, did, I did put it as topic number two. No, we yeah. made it about every everybody deals with this. Everybody who's going through these life experiences. Yeah, you just need one last kick in order to get the Mark Chambers groove back to attract a woman. So in this scenario, you're kind of like Whoopi. You're Whoopi. Because you've Who, seen me, yeah, you've seen Stella, right? Because I'm Stella. Yeah, uh, he's Stella. You're Whoopi. I was thinking about the color purple. Oh no, no, no! no. I'm Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> All right, wait. Okay, okay I was thinking yeah. about Roots. No. Okay. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't going there neither. In this scenario, you're Whoopi and he's Stella. He's Kunta Kinte. Mm-hmm. And then he's gonna marry some gay chick. Oh yeah, like Terry McMillan. You gonna do that, dude? I mean, maybe. All right. It's I, in the cards. I tried. She wouldn't have it. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast. I'd like to hope that Mark Chambers, that, that we helped you enough, mm. and that 
There's an old line. I'm going to finish on this. Okay. There's an old line from the film The Big Lebowski. Yeah. And Bunny Lebowski, who comes from, I believe, Minnesota or something, goes out to L.A. She's making porn films. And they always say, you can't go back to the farm after seeing Carl Hungus. <laughs> and you, Mark Chambers, are from the farm. And you've seen Carl Hungus, metaphorically, Los Angeles. And all mm. that he can provide can't go back you can maybe you can smell it you'll never be happy in it so you just need to pick yourself up by your bootstraps like the great american you are and one more time hit that bar find a woman that wants to take control of your life so you can have all this so you can be sitting in a forever 21 sports coat like me wow with a forever 21 shirt on i bought at the mall this is it a little bit of this is it. This is it. A little bit of paunch. A little bit of paunch with some Pumas on, mm-hmm. sitting in front, sitting with Buck Perez. Someone just buck- in the, the far out garage, which uh-huh. is a home to all, huddled masses. I think you'll enjoy it. Powerful. My advice, share your bed. This is it. There's nothing more loving than to share your bed. This, you is, this is it. This is it. <laughs> and when you say this is it. Yeah. You mean this is it. Yeah. Oh, this is it. It's like you heard that episode. <laughs> <laughs>